This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the quite wonderful Carrie Roberts from Carrie Ann Roberts Coaching. Carrie, thank you so much for being involved in Shine On You Crazy Daisy and please tell us about your business. Hello everyone, Um, I'm Carrie and as you said, um, and I'm a specialist parenting coach. So I coach um, parents, but predominantly mums to build their confidence so that they can hold their children's hands to be secure with who they are. So, um, you know, it's all about understanding emotional strength and mental health and well-being. It's so wonderful. And thank goodness for people like you that are helping um, this generation to help the next generation. It is amazing. What really struck me about your story is when you start talking about your lack of self-belief and self and that you had self-doubt when you were younger. And I wondered how you were able to see that that was happening to you and do something about it. So I think because I had this sort of, um, I came from a culture where you were expected to perform academically. And therefore, if you didn't do well academically, um, you weren't successful, you weren't succeeding. And I I didn't do too badly, but I always felt that I wasn't doing enough. So there was a self-doubt around my ability academically. So, you know, um, I didn't go to university until much later in life. So I always felt that because I hadn't gone to university, that certain fields wouldn't be open to me. Um, and And I just had this sort of inner voice that kept saying, who do you think you are, you know? you can't do that. Um, just be happy with what you're doing. Uh, sorry, my, my background, I think is going a bit blurry. Uh, just be happy with what you're doing. And, you know, don't aspire too much. Play small. Because if you, if you put your head above the parapet, someone's going to say, no, 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 no. You know, you can't do that you haven't got the knowledge, you don't know enough. So there was always that self-doubt and it was there. And occasionally I would go, no, I can do this. So I would apply for a job that I thought, well, you know, maybe I haven't got the right piece of paper, but I'm going to apply for it anyway. And there was always a bit of an inner rebel, a bit of an inner sort of resilience. And, you know, most of the time when I did that, I was successful in getting the role. But still there was this, oh, someone hasn't realized that, you know, I haven't got that piece of paper or, you know, um, I don't really know as much as I think I know. So there was there was always that there. And even after reaching what I thought was the top of my career path, I still had that little bit of created belief still there bubbling away um you know saying okay you've come this far but don't go any further you know you've got away with it so far don't go any further your luck's gonna run out (laughs) 
I love that. Um, but I also think that listening to you talking about it, there's got to be that other voice inside that says, go for it. You can yeah. do it. Yeah. And that strength, that resilience that you've created for yourself from very early on in your life, I think is, is a real strength to carry through your life and with having your own business. So how do you go from that? What made you decide to set up your own business? Well, I had been sort of told uh, my son is is an entrepreneur and he'd said for many years mum you know you could really set up your own business and um, go for it and I kept thinking no people like me like me don't set up their own business um, and in the end I was pushed because we had a major transformation at work and the role that I had um changed dramatically and I found that I was firefighting rather than really getting in and supporting and you know working with the ethics that I believed you know I don't believe that firefighting is a, a long-term uh, solution it, it helps in that crisis but long-term we are not making any changes mm. so we're just letting families down I felt like I was letting families down I felt like I was letting my team down um and after I think it was I'd been in the role for three months and it had been changing and I could I could really feel my emotional and mental health declining um you know really sort of to the point where I was starting to not hear any of those positive voices um and just robotically putting one foot in front of the other mm -hmm. i mean i'd get home from work and nobody would talk to me even my husband would just offer me just put a cup of tea on the table and walk away um my best friend was saying to me what's going on and one day i just drove up the m27 seeing a dear friend of mine who uh was uh, previous head teacher that I'd worked with and she asked me how how the job was going because I hadn't seen her since the sort of changes and promotion and I just burst into tears and I told her everything I was feeling and for the first time she just looked directly at me and said you have to leave <laughs> and that was when I decided I was going to take the plunge that I looked around at other roles and thought I think I'm going to find myself in the same position um, and I can't say that that was fantastic and it was breezy because obviously you know I just fell back into a bit of a comfort zone I uh, kept a very small circle of contacts so I was doing work for organizations that I had worked with in in the local authority I was doing work for the local authority mm. um, and so I wasn't branching out but there was a sense of freedom there there was a sense of exhaling and just going actually you know it, it I felt in a way at some point that I had given up that I had quit that I had just left because it had got too hard 
Um, but I now know that there was so much that was needed to quit for, for me, for me, for my own mental health, for my own well-being, and also for the support that's offered to parents and families. Yeah. And I think that's where your heart is and mm. was in that was that when you can see that things aren't being done ethically uh, for what you see that how you can help then to start your own business and do it in a way that you can see the outcome for these for the mums for the families for the the parents that can influence their children it is it's an incredible gift that mm. you are giving to them and for yourself to be able to feel like that that inkling of self-doubt and self-belief that you had when you were younger it's not there Mm. yeah and you know that's not saying what's being provided isn't you know right for the providers but for me it was very much that personal I just knew deep down inside I I felt like I was dishonoring you know you know it's an odd word we don't use it but I I didn't feel like I was honoring what I knew worked Mm. what I had seen time and time again working and you know that for long term we were just piling on so much pain Mm. so much pain so much you know there's so much judgment so much pain with being a parent um and I didn't and I felt like I was contributing to that wow on the flip side of that one of the things that you talk about in the chapter is that you're now growing a movement and that feels a lot more positive. <laughs> what does that look like to you? Well, it looks like, um, you know, I've got a group and it's about growing that group. So it becomes the norm. So, you know, parents, mums, that we know, you know, that the myth of a mum having to sacrifice everything and give up everything and be selfless is what a good mum looks like. That the narrative is, actually, the best thing I can teach my child is to be secure with who they are. And that means I have to be secure with who I am. Um, And, you know, and have podcasts. And when it's being, when parenting's being discussed, that there isn't this judgmental well it's all down to parents because Mm. actually research shows we do not have full control Mm. over our child's future we don't um but there's been this narrative and this push that it comes down to parents it's all down to parents and your child's behavior is your fault it's got something to do with you actually so many other reasons why your child might be overwhelmed Mm. and so it's just about that confidence in I know my role as parent I know my child and I know and have the confidence to be able to be the parent that my child needs that's so perfectly said and if that's the movement that you are growing and mums start joining that movement I think your group's called building uh, mum's confidence building, building confident com- moms. yeah building confident mums if you get 
mums into that movement of feeling like they can ask all the questions, they can bust the myths out of the water and feel like they're doing the right thing for the next generation. Mm. It, it gives people so much more choice in being able to yeah. be who they are for themselves and to further benefit the next the, their kids, their children. Definitely. Because I think we tend to think it's only happening in our household. Mm. It's a bit like fires. If, if your house is on fire and, you know, you go to the roof and you think it's only your house is on fire. And then you look around and you see actually everyone else's houses as well. And that is what happens with with talking about things and, you know, um, having a platform to be able to ask or even listen just listen to what other mums are saying you realize that it's happening in all families yeah. you know and there is nothing people tend to think what's wrong with me what's wrong with my parenting what you know and we'll try all different that then just adds to okay so why is it not working for me yeah. and that adds to that so I'm not good enough yeah people are going to get so much out of reading this chapter what's one lesson that you would like another entrepreneur to know if they were starting out of what you've learned I would like them to know that um it's not easy <laughs> mm -hmm. um that having a plan is always a good idea because I tended to fly by the seat of my pants um which you know took me a lot longer to get where I am today to reach out to to find other business women to yeah. to join a really good supportive network um, to have to ask questions don't be afraid to ask questions um, and also to realize that although it can be overwhelming and you know and it may take you a little bit longer than you hoped mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you might question, like, why did I do this? But it is so worth it. Yeah. And take baby steps. Yeah. Because actually baby steps are so much more manageable than trying to take a huge leap. Yeah. And, and that's the one thing I've learned. I think that was six lessons that you've learned. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd get it into the world. You're not worried about it. What's your favorite piece of software for your business? I love using Webinar Jam and Ever Webinar. Mm. It's um, an online uh, sort of uh, digital um, webinar software. And I love the fact that I can go and do live webinars and there's, it's easy to set up. You know, there's the configuration of the webinars really easy. So many useful tools. And then you can take that and you can convert it straight away to an Ever webinar. So you can just download it onto the Ever webinar and it's there. And it just makes it so much easier for someone like me I'm, you know, hands up, I'm not great at technology, but it is just so useful and easy to use. So I absolutely, hands up, that's been the, the best piece of software. Webinar Jam. Fantastic, Carrie. I really appreciate your time. I love the fact that you're part of Shining Your Crazy Daisy, the book and the podcast. Thank you so much for coming along today. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. And, you know, I'm sort of... So excited for the book to come out. Thanks, Kerry. 
Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for just £27 per month. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, www.thedaisychaingroup.com.